If you want to bring about change, especially with those who are resistant, you must practice this principle. Welcome to On My Walk, the reading podcast that helps you capture reading's aha moments and apply them to your life and leadership. You know, leaders are change agents. As Ronald Heifetz has said and Todd Bolsinger loves to repeat in his book, Canoeing the Mountains, leadership is disappointing your own people at a rate they can absorb. You know, I appreciate those words as we are working hard here at Lancaster Bible College and Capital Seminary and Graduate School to take eight new seminary degree programs, 20 concentrations, and over 80 courses online by this fall. It is a massive undertaking, and it's just a part of the work we're doing. Now, some of this work and the broader work in which we're engaged means change. And change, well, that means we upset the norm. We upset expectations. We shift how we're doing things, and people are understandably frustrated in the process because they have to learn to adapt. Now, hone in on that word frustrated with me for just a minute because Bolsinger wisely notes the real challenge of leadership is not tactical or strategic. Listen to this. It's emotional. Change will bring about criticism by those who either don't like the change or whom have been impacted by the change in ways that disrupt their efforts, in ways that disrupt their lives. And this is real. I mean, we're living in it right now. Of course, we have to assess the emotional frustration because some of it we cause by poorly handling the change process. But some of it, it's going to be there because change means loss of the familiar, loss of control, loss of my way of doing things, loss of my vision for what's best. And that sense of loss can lead to resistance to the change and criticism of the change. So what's a leader to do? Well, Bolsinger writes, for inspired ideas to take root within the culture of an institution, there must be a series of intentional actions. And he's going to go about and list four specific actions leaders can take in his chapter entitled, Gus and Hal Go to Church. But it's the third one that caught my attention. Here's what he says. Stay connected to your critics. And that is good. He writes, from the Godfather, we learned to keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. But that was for self-protection. In this case, that great advice is a way to keep trying to turn enemies into friends. Not through accommodation, but through influence. And this is the essence of what it means to stay connected. This is so good. Let's listen to what he says. But when we lose connection, we lose the opportunity to keep gently influencing the system for good. We need at least a light touch on the wheel to steer the car toward the destination of our convictions. So what is a leader to do? Stay connected. Keep contact. Close the distance with word and touch. When someone writes me an angry email, I call them at home. When someone sends a formal letter of complaint, I invite them for coffee. 
When people start getting upset, I call a meeting and invite them to talk. The more heated the situation, the closer I want to get to it. Believe me, this is hard. I'm no different than anyone else. Margaret Wheatley says, In order to counter the negative organizational dynamics stimulated by stress and uncertainty, we must give full attention to the quality of our relationships. Nothing else works. No new tools or technical applications. No redesigned organizational chart. The solution is each other. If we can rely on one another, we can cope with almost anything. Stay connected to those who are resisting change to keep influencing the system toward health and life. This is counterintuitive and, yes, dangerous. While we know that regulating the heat is crucial to transformation, most of us avoid heated situations because we don't want to get burned or we fear will be gasoline to the blaze that will torch the whole house. The purpose for staying connected is to calm the situation down. To regulate the heat so we can keep cooking toward the goals of conviction that will bring good to our families, organizations, companies, or churches. Now, my aha moment was this. But when we lose connection, we lose the opportunity to keep gently influencing the system for good. Hey, what happens when we know someone is ticked off with us? Well, to avoid the unpleasantness, we can begin to avoid them. We find a reason to walk around where they work, to avoid eye contact. We hope that if we don't wake the sleeping tiger, then maybe we won't get bitten by those big nasty teeth. And all of this will just magically disappear. But we know it won't. Leaders must lean in by doing the hard work to stay connected. Now, the Godfather helps us by telling us we have to keep those people close. But as Bolsinger notes, that's, that's for our self-preservation. Jesus, on the other hand, and the biblical ethic, tells us to stay connected by doing the hard work to confront the situation head on. Listen to what he says in Matthew's Gospel. So, if you're offering your gift at the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, Leave your gift there before the altar and go. First, be reconciled to your brother. Then come and offer the gift. Or as Paul writes to the Ephesians, Therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor. For we are members one of another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. In other words, go work it out. Work to stay connected. Or as Paul writes, If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Do the hard work to stay connected. But let me go back to what Bolsinger writes, because this is so important. When we lose connection, we lose the opportunity to keep gently influencing the system for good. He goes on to say, the purpose for staying connected is to calm the situation down, to regulate the heat. Why? So we can keep cooking toward the goals of conviction that will bring good to our organizations. And where does that connecting work begin? With you, with me. Stay 
connected to your critics. So says Todd Bolsinger, and I agree. Stay connected. Tommy, stay connected to your critics. And that's my thought on my walk with Todd Bolsinger and his very helpful book, Canoeing the Mountains. Now the question is, what will you do with that thought on your walk through life today? Who's your critic? What will you do today to connect with them? 